0: morning glory and hallelujah everybody it is the morning after with nick and big j welcome to the second day of april 2021 my name is nick hey look everybody there's big j yeah we are ready to go on this friday as we get ready to wrap up the week head into the weekend and hopefully have a very good one hopefully it's going to be it looks like it's gonna be a beautiful weekend anyway big j any plans for the
1: weekend um boy you know no. i have i haven't set up any
0: Really? So, not even any streaming goals? Nope. Beautiful. You you've pretty much reserved yourself to, to not watch stuff, huh?
1: Oh oh, you mean? Well, listen. The last couple weekends, uh, I said I'm gonna do this and didn't do it. So, let's try not saying it, and then maybe it happens. <laughs> okay, okay, that's fair. I can understand that. <laughs> let's not set that goal of watching uh, the the 65 hours to lead up to uh, the four hours of. The Zack
0: Snyder cut. I've been on Big J to watch it because I'd like you us w- to actually want- talk about it while it's still somewhat relevant. But he has not uh, so far obliged. I don't.
1: uh, Listen, I'm a resistant person. But I don't you like want to, do what to. I'm asked
0: to do. You do. Why? This is your idea, you know.
1: You had me into it, yeah. But yeah. it's not like it was like Im- imperative to my
0: life. No, 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 no. no. Listen, like, there's in order to survive, there's absolutely nothing about television that should be that.
1: Do you understand? Ever. Yeah. Well, I take it back. I do have some plans. Oh, but. What happened? Well, you know, I forget sometimes. It is early. Sure. And uh, so I've got a mini fridge here at the office uh-huh. that I haven't been using. And um, the oldest wants it was it used to be her. She wants it back. Oh, give me so, back my fridge! Give me back my fridge to put in her garage, like an adult has a second second uh, fridge in their garage. Okay. To house you know, alcoholic beverages. Right. So every uh, adult has. One. Tomorrow we're gonna come and. Pick that thing up, so I guess I do have plans. <laughs> you have to
0: move a fridge, huh? Gotta move a fridge. Uh you better bring that dolly, bro. Yeah. So, uh, ha- congratulations. That should take all the 15 minutes. And, of course, we got ourselves a chance. Putting me right out of the 85 hours I need. <laughs> for you to get qualified for Phil Anselmo and the Illegals, the Vulgar Display of Pantera concert that is happening next week. We are going to get you covered for that today. Big J has a life lesson for you. That's all going to go down over the course of the program today. Plus, the idea behind this program is to play some music, too, sometimes, including some Alice in Chains. We'll start things off with Down in a Hole here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the x Rocks. Important Stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. The Important Stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured because of another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24/7 at advocateslaw.com you deserve an advocate big j we've talked about how vaccinations in the state of Idaho are opened up to anybody over the age of 18 and guess what crush the curve idaho is going to host idaho's largest one-day vaccination clinic at the Boise airport on Thursday April 8th oh good it's after your appointments so you <laughs> here <have to feel laughs> yeah i feel better about that now the clinic will also vaccinate Idaho as 18 years and older. Uh, Red Rock Pharmacy staff will be administering the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine, which requires people to get two shots. Second dose will be available during another clinic that's scheduled for April 29th. You do have to register ahead of the time if you want to get the vaccine. There are several ways to do that. You can do it online at crushthecurveidaho.com vaccine registration. Or you can text or call 208-391-7036 to get in on it. Uh, According to Camille Blaylock, who is a spokeswoman for Crush the Curve, this will be a drive-through vaccination process. So people will drive into a tent, get their shot, pull into an observation stall for 10 to 15 minutes, wait for any possible reaction, and then be the hell on your way. She says they expect to vaccinate around 2,400 people in 12 hours. So uh, props to Crush the Curve. Yeah, they've been awesome. They have been awesome since the very word go. They've been great for testing, and they've been uh, great for this vaccine process. So uh, well done. So if you haven't got an appointment yet, this is a great way to do that. So again, crushthecurveidaho.com slash vaccine dash registration 208-391-7036 to get yourself all vaccinated up. Uh, if you don't want to go through the drive through thing, reminder that you can still contact St. Luke's and St. Al's individually and schedule your vaccination that way. But uh, it's a fairly quick process, and you are good to go and on your way and ready to have yourself a little bit of vaccination fun. Opening day was supposed to kick off baseball season yesterday with a full slate of 15 games, but two were called off. One due to COVID-19, the other due to rain. The Nationals game against the Mets was postponed when at least three national players tested positive for COVID. They had one before the game yesterday, then they had three, and Major League Baseball were like, "Uh, no, and then they also had a fourth that was considered likely positive so everyone is self-quarantined. Meanwhile, the game between the Orioles and Red Sox was a more standard postponement uh, as the game was rained out in Boston. That will be made up today. Some of yesterday's season opening games were played in chilly temperatures, including in Detroit, where Miguel Cabrera hit the first home run of the season against the Cleveland Indians. It was hard for Cabrera to see through the snow, but he hit his uh, home run in the first inning, leading him to slide into second base because he didn't even know if the wall, if the ball made it over the wall. But sure enough, it did. My fighting crew got a walk-off win last night. Oh, look at you it felt pretty good and uh baseball season is officially underway so you have that to enjoy this weekend if you want to enjoy a little bit of sports congratulations to godzilla vs kong it roared into movie theaters on wednesday and it grabbed almost 10 million dollars in box office receipts that is the best opening day a movie has seen during the okay. COVID era which movie godzilla vs oh, yeah. Kong. yeah okay uh alexander skarsgård millie bobby brown rebecca hall all in the movie Uh, It opened up uh, in 2,400 theaters nationwide. It'll be in 3,000 theaters as of today. At this point, uh, we have about 94% of movie theaters opened up in the United States. And Godzilla vs. Kong is expected to be the biggest domestic debut of the year. Uh, Tom and Jerry currently holds that crown. And, of course, the industry is especially enthusiastic because all of us can watch it at home if we want to, as long as we have HBO Max as well. So... Everybody was freaking out about nobody going to see the movies if things are on HBO Max. But quite frankly, with both Tom and Jerry and with Godzilla vs. Kong, that has not been the case at all. Well, it's hard to give a, a
1: good, um, you know, view of it with the fact that, you know, the capacity still is at 100%. Right. Uh, not 100%. Not everybody feels comfortable going to the theater. So, I mean, uh, I would like to see uh,
0: that uh, how that lines out when, when everything's normal. Uh, I'm not saying it hasn't impacted the box office rates. Of course it has. But what I'm saying is people thought nobody would go see oh, a movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That's what all the directors were freaking out about.
1: Going to movie, it's an experience, right. not just the movie
0: itself, right. which is why we love going to the movie. Exactly. Which is... A- Kind of what we said when it first happened but we were in the minority people were just like nobody's gonna go to the movies if you can watch it at home and that's just not the case it's not the case it is fun to go yeah. see a movie in a movie theater and somewhere. in my house i can't get the decibels
1: over 10 on my tv so uh, have you ever thought about getting like a headphone system I, I yeah but that sucks too man well not necessarily well you know compared to a surround sound system you know that just isn't the same or is
0: it the ultimate surround sound system? I ask you, big j. Listen,
1: I have I have I've watched uh, movies inside uh, of my Xbox with headphones on, and it's fine. It's just not the same.
0: Morning after with Nick my complaints, man. A- and Big J coming up some said nudes action and a life lesson. Here's traffic. How about we see what's up in the TDS Fiber Traffic Center? It's brought to you by Can Do and Showers Insurance. Hey, CB, what's going on? It's normal freeway speeds on eastbound I-84 from the Carter Midland Interchange. Jayway. Big J's life lesson on the morning after with Nick and Big J. The lesson today is
1: if you can't beat them, join them, Nick. And by them, I mean my wife. As uh, uh, one of the reasons that uh, I married her and I love her to this day is she is a she's an immovable force, Nick. She um, I mean, when she has her heart and mind set on something, you either help her or get the hell out of the way. And uh, as we are now empty nesters, uh, getting out of the way means, uh, well, why have a wife? You know, I mean, why be partners? Uh, That doesn't make any sense. So I've decided to join her in her latest endeavor, Nick, and that is remodeling the bathroom. (laughs) <laughs> our uh, our second bathroom the guest bathroom and she has her heart set on it uh, the problem is we've been watching too many television shows on HDTV tv and so now she wants to do, do this and you know listen every now and then when you've had a house for many years you want to update it and stuff sure. and uh you know uh, it's the diy i guess millennia i don't know a lot of people like to do the diy stuff so uh yeah I, well, i'm going to have for you many many man up mondays Going forward, as uh, we have set to uh, tear up the tile uh, on the floor, uh, replace the vanity, and uh, paint the
0: bathroom. This is so you're going to retile, or are you going to put down yeah. a different type of flooring?
1: Different type. Uh, you know, I'm not sure, but probably tile. <laughs> probably new tile. <laughs> okay. Uh, different tile. Okay. And it, well, at first it was just like we're going to paint, and then it was you know I want a different vanity, and I'm like oh boy, okay. We're gonna do this? She's like, yep. And I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, and then she goes, and yesterday comes home with a bunch of tools from a friend, and I'm like, "All right, so this is happening." Listen to me closely.
0: Have you have you ever watched the TV show on DIY called First Time Flippers? No, and it doesn't matter, dude. It, it doesn't. No, mean... no. What all I'm saying is, please film as much of this as you possibly oh. can. Oh yeah, totally. I, I will. Maybe because we'll in, get our own show. All Who that knows? First Time Flippers is is people trying to remodel for the very first time ever or flip a house for the first time ever, and they're doing it themselves and they have no idea what they're doing, well, and it's. Hilarious!
1: I know. Unlike those people, we actually are friends with some professional, right?
0: Uh, oh, so carpenters you're, you, and so. You're, are you going to hire it out? Or are you no, do
1: it no, 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 no. We're going to do it ourselves. But at least they, when we have questions, we
0: can get answers. Well, they do the same thing. I mean, they they usually oh. have people that are in the process as well. At least one of the people involved kind of has an idea of what's going on. But it still is. Uh, a calamity, it's hilarious
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, we'll see how this goes I can tell you this, there's very little that my wife is uh, is incapable of doing if, if There might be
0: anything Zero doubt you would be successful, so, <laughs> I just think the process would be hilarious to watch
1: Yeah, so, uh, but I, I'm like, alright, you know, yesterday we went and uh, started doing some shopping for some stuff And, uh, you know, like I said, uh, just saying, you know, go ahead, go do it your own That's not how you have a, a relationship and a marriage uh, that's fun, and and so I'm like, all right, let's do this, and. We'll see what happens and, and see how long this takes. I mean, there's no timeline or anything like that. Okay, I
0: was going to ask, because, I mean, obviously, do you have, like, a budget? Is there a timeline? Then, is there it what come what may kind of a yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. Because you have another bathroom that you can use in the meantime, right? Right. This is just, you
1: know, the kids have moved out. It's the bathroom that the kids used. Uh, it's next to the guest room. And so, you know, that's, this is phase one, I would say. And uh, and we'll see where it goes from there, because I'm sure. And then, and then I offered up. I'm like, I have a project idea, too. Immediately shot down,
0: Nick. What was your idea?
1: Uh, and my idea was I wanted to put up some uh, uh, some floating shelves in in uh, my studio because uh, I wanted to put together kind of like a small TV studio to, to do my Cooking with Big J live stuff for Pampered Chef, and she immediately poo-pooed that idea. Uh, where are we going to put the treadmill? Because the treadmill's there, and the shelf might extend out of there, and I'm like, well, we can move it out when we know. So I'm like, all right. Okay. Well, we'll just do your thing then. And see how it goes. So that's the plan. But so uh, nothing, ha- like demo hasn't started or anything like that? No, no, okay. no, no, okay, no. Okay. And right now it sucks too because, you know, my days off are, are Saturdays and Sundays and uh, hers are, are Wednesdays and uh, Thursdays. So those are, you know, I mean...
0: It's not like you can you can do stuff when she's working because she works from home. It's difficult for there can't yeah, be noise. Yeah,
1: and quite frankly, I wouldn't want to do anything on my own because then I would do something that she would not approve of, or I would do it wrong, and then then that's just uh, so. I'm going to be her help. Okay. is what I'm saying.
0: All right. I look forward to updated uh, information about yeah. how this works. I'm going to be her help and not her hindrance. Well, we'll see that it remains to be seen. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's you can't your even hang a picture. Life lesson. Hey, listen, I'm not trying to remodel a bath. Important stuff. Hey,
1: what's going on in the
0: news today?
1: Hey. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J.
0: The important stuff is brought to you by the advocates. If you have been injured because of another person's negligence, the advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444. Chat with an attorney online 24-7. At AdvocatesLaw.com, you deserve an advocate. Big J, there's a new survey on the relationship between the food we eat and our moods. And it found that 66% of people say what they eat depends a lot on their mood. And the same number, 65%, also said that their mood can determine what they'll eat that day. For instance, Big J, the question really was... What food do you eat if you want to be in a good mood? Does it cheer you up to eat food? And if so, what food is it? No. No food cheers
1: you up? No, that's a bad idea. That's, you know,
0: beginning to yeah. having an eating disorder. Understood. But that wasn't Sorry. the question. Yeah, it is if it makes you feel a certain way. Well, uh, no, no, no. Uh, what I'm saying is I'm not saying that what you're saying is false. What I'm saying is that doesn't mean that people don't eat food to feel better. Sure, it's a bad idea. Of course, it's a bad idea. But still, sixty-six percent of people do it. So you're saying you don't do that? Uh, yeah, no. Okay, then I w- associated if- that with those. If you are shirts. in a good mood, is there a particular food that you crave? No. Nothing. Your mood does not affect your food in any way, shape, or form. No. Good. Well, that's good. Uh, you were in the minority, my friend. Congratulations. But uh, a lot of people did say the mood that they are in determines what they'll eat that day. So they said, okay, what do you eat when you're having a bad day? And you know what the number one food was? Crap. Poop. Tacos, my friend. Tacos was the number one food that people eat when they're having a bad day. Tacos tend to cheer them up a little bit. That's because tacos are delicious. Chocolate came in second. Uh, Fruit and vegetables, third. But for bad days, people that had a bad day... Uh, just 30% wanted vegetables, 27% more wanted fruit. We're back in the tacos list again. Tacos topped the list at 33%. When people are in a bad mood, tacos can cheer them up, followed closely by bacon and eggs, and then steak, which were both at 32%. So we crave meat when we're in a bad mood, apparently. And then when we're in a good mood and we want to celebrate, it's taco time. You understand? We're having ourselves a good day, and that's how it works. So uh, that is how people associate their mood with food, and I guess tacos apparently put people in a good mood and keep them in a good mood. Big J, uh, Los Angeles Rams quarterback Matthew Stafford had minor surgery on his throwing hand last month. The Athletic reported Thursday the NFL Network said the 33-year-old suffered some ligament damage to his thumb last season with the Lions. He's seen an Instagram video with his wife last week in a brace around his right thumb, so uh, we will see. He says he's supposed to be 100 by the time team activities begin later this month. They always say that. Of course, better safe than sorry. Hall of Fame North Carolina basketball coach Roy Williams announced his retirement yesterday. The 70-year-old said in a news conference, "quote It's been a thrill. It's been unbelievable. I've loved it." Explaining why he was leaving, he said, "quote I no longer feel I'm the right man for the job." Williams has spent 18 seasons at UNC, uh, leading them to national titles in 2005, 2009, and 2017. He also coached Kansas for 15 seasons, taking them to the final four four times. He ranks fourth among Division One coaches in wins with a 903 and 264 record. And he was inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame back in 2007. So enjoy your retirement, sir. One of the best to ever do it. No doubt about it. North Carolina basketball uh, will be very much not the same. Hopefully he can actually enjoy some downtime. Hey, congratulations to Coming to America. It was the long-awaited sequel to Eddie Murphy's 1988 classic. It was the most streamed title in the U.S. for the month of March, according to Nielsen. The film snagged about 1.14 billion minutes of viewing time in the Ooh, U.S. Man. alone. <laughs> That's so a lot. So people were into it. Did you watch that? No, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> Are you gonna? No. Yeah, probably not. Uh, and uh, I have seen it, and uh, listen, it's it's okay it's not fantastic the barbershop scenes are wonderful they're drop dead hilarious the rest of the movie i could take really but it's available for you to stream still if you want to check it out it ain't going anywhere it's on amazon prime but apparently people were into it where the hell is the switch the morning after with nick and big J on 100.3 the x Rocks. spartanburg south carolina is where we're going for today's we're going to hell story big J. Nice. And it was an interesting Tuesday night earlier this week for a couple of police officers who were doing their third shift. Kind of just driving down the street, minding their own business, Big J. Not even on a call, you understand? And they are driving down the street. And again, it's 110 in the morning when they turn a corner. And that is when they see a gentleman walking down the street. Uh, The only thing that made this gentleman kind of stick out to the officers was the fact that he was 100% fully nude. Just walking down the street. Doodly-doo. It's 110 no. in the morning.
1: Not yeah. drunk. You but yeah, you
0: just draw. So the police are like, all right, we should probably see what's going on with this naked dude. And so they pull over, and they ask the gentleman his name. He says, my name is Michael. Uh, turns out to be 41-year-old Michael Boltman, And he is, in fact, fully nude, walking down the street. And the cops are like, hey, buddy, what uh, what's going on there? And he's like, officers, you aren't going to believe this, man. But... I'm doing the walk of shame. He said that he uh, apparently was cheating on his wife with another woman. And that uh, the woman's husband was on the way home. So he had to bust out of the house as quickly as possible uh, without any clothes on. A la every 90s movie you've ever seen. Yeah. Pretty much. That is rated like R.U. ladies yeah. man pretty much. <laughs> right. He's full, He's got to get out of the house. So he's got to jump out fully new. Doesn't have time to put on his clothes. He's got to get out of there before the husband walks in on him. And so... Uh, The cops are like, really, that's what happened? And he said, yeah, I mean, that's part of it. And the cops are like, okay, well, what's the other part? He goes, well, I'm I'm really high on meth, too, so (laughs) there's that as well. And the officers are like, "Uh, oh, okay. Um, You know, that's against the law, right? I mean, not only is being naked uh, in public against the law, but also, you know, smoking methamphetamine, probably not a great idea either. And Michael's like, well, you know what they say in the Bible, you better take me to jail. And so that is when the Spartansburg County Sheriff's Office decided that, yeah, uh, probably a good idea to book him into the actual jail on a bunch of charges, including uh, admission of meth. And apparently he also was uh, smoking something as he was walking down the street, but threw it away and the officers couldn't find it as they were pulling up on him. Suckers. uh, (laughs) He got away with something, I think. Uh, And uh, of course... He was very friendly, Big J, up until the point where he got into the police car. Uh, And that's apparently when the meth really started to kick in, Big J, because uh, he said that uh, he started to get really aggressive in the back of the police car, talking about how he was going to escape from jail, and that then he started asking the cops to shoot him, all sorts of stuff. Jeez, man, relax. So he was charged with indecent exposure, uh, disorderly conduct, possession of meth, and resisting police. Uh, of course, he's got a pretty long rap sheet as well. So this is not his first, uh, I guess, introduction to the police officers of Spartanburg, South Carolina. But uh, they're like, oh, no, here he comes again. Okay, Here's Mike Boatman walking down the street fully nude it again. It's another Tuesday night. So uh, a rough weeknight for, for Michael. The cops still don't know if he was being factual about the whole walk of shame thing or if he was just super high on meth and decided to take off his clothes. Both are a real possibility, Big J. Right. I mean, the guy could be telling the truth, and that's how this whole situation started, but he also could have just been really high on meth and decided to take off his clothes and walk down the street. But the good news was it was the middle of the night. There wasn't a whole lot of people out there that were you know, privy to seeing his fully naked body, but still something that is highly, highly not recommended. Yeah, don't do that. So don't do meth. You know. Not even once. Morning after when Nick and Big J. There's your we're going to hell story. It is the X rocks (laughs) rage against the machine killing in the name of here on the morning after with Nick and big J and just a reminder, everybody that, uh, there's a very big difference between the Marvel cinematic universe and the DC cinematic universe. And, uh, DC was making headlines again yesterday for all the wrong reasons, as uh, they pulled the plug on a couple of very high-profile projects that didn't make sense to a whole lot of people as to why they were doing it. Uh, Because, you know, listen, let's be honest. Warner Brothers is coming off of a bunch of hype and a bunch of success on Zack Snyder's Justice League, right? That they don't care about. Uh, It's really, really weird. I think the big reason why they, they don't care about it that much is because it does really make them look pretty inept. Do you know what I'm saying? They are. Uh, Right. And so they they are they're coming off of it they they don't look that great because Zack Snyder, I mean whether you have watched it or not, you cannot deny that the response has been overwhelmingly positive. It's got the best reviews of any DC comic that's a uh, movie that's not Wonder Woman. That's and so saying a lot, And so, right, but it is it is uh, incredibly positively reviewed and positively been, you know, taken in and it also set up this whole kind of Dark side storyline, which I don't think is spoiling anything because he's in the trailers. And so you get the, the kind of introduction of the character of Dark side And so they had a movie that was supposed to kind of continue that adventure called New Gods that was being written by a, an Academy Award-nominated writer and director and her writing partner, and it was a big deal, and it was supposed to really kind of get this whole multiverse kind of going. And yesterday, DC just pulled the plug on it. And the script was making the rounds, and apparently it was really, really good, and it had an opportunity to really kind of open up this whole DC world, and Warner Brothers decided that they just didn't want to make it. And then they also decided to move back and not make James Wan's Aquaman spinoff, The Trench. Uh, Which, of course, uh, well, Aquaman, like it or not, is easily the second most successful financially DC movie that they've ever made. I mean, Aquaman was a huge hit at the box office. And so why you wouldn't want to continue this gentleman's storyline is another really, really weird decision by DC. So you have two very successful properties that were ready to launch other things, and they've decided not to go forward with any of these things. They don't have any
1: true, um,
0: you know, DC comic book
1: patriarch running things, you know, who really cares about the brand and about the comics like, like Marvel does. Kevin Feige is, is a huge comic book nerd. I mean, he is entrenched in this stuff. He lives it, breathes it. It's all his design for the most part. Yeah, no, and he he is so,
0: without a doubt the showrunner over. Because
1: because uh, for a while he thought, oh, Josh Sweden is leaving. He knows all about it, but he really had very little to do with the whole setup and everything. And so they don't have somebody that can take that
0: spot. And- well, here's the, here's the weird thing that 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 boggles my mind because you know, again, you know, Marvel has kind of and and listen to me at, cor- at least a little bit to their detriment. Marvel has kind of had a, a path and they haven't been able to stray from that path very much, you know what I mean? Everything has kind of had to bend and shape into this particular thing, and that's really been my only complaint about WandaVision, was like, it had a really good opportunity to be a one-off really weird story, and really all it was was just a complete bridge into setting up Doctor Strange and Captain Marvel 2, which is fine, it's all good, but it, it makes it difficult to have these standalone stories, and DC had a real opportunity to take advantage and do things with what they're calling it the DC Multiverse. You know they have multiple, you know, Batman storylines and multiple Superman storylines and multiple things that they could do and really tell a bunch of different stories and do it in its own little way. You know, you have the the DC Extended Universe if you want to get into that, the Zack Snyder version of things. You also have, you know, the the uh, the Black Superman stuff that they're working on at, at DC as well. The movie that's getting written uh, that JJ Abrams is working on, and so there's that side of DC as well. And then you have the Arrowverse that's on the TV stuff if you want to get into that so there's all sorts of different things and then you have different kind of indoctrinations of these particular characters and you can kind of choose which ones you want to follow and choose your favorite which I think is a pretty cool answer to what Marvel's doing whereas Marvel has kind of one story that either you're into it or you're not DC could give you multiple versions of this particular thing much like the comics there's 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 five different Batman's out there right now yeah, in the comic book world and you could read whichever one you want to or you can read them all and pick out which one one you think is the favorite one of the bunch and so that I think is a cool answer to what's going on but now they're reeling back on that and I don't know what the hell they're well it's a do.
1: financial risk of course to, to, to do it's one thing to print out a bunch of comic books another thing to make hundred million plus
0: dollar movies right but that but as long as they're in the hands of the right people that seem to care about the source material i think you're in good and, and not only that but you have established people that have done that i mean james wan is easily one to know with dc movies you know what i mean so you think he would have the benefit of the doubt but i don't i i so i'm trying to figure out what they're trying to do but it was just a really weird decision that they have decided to pull the plug on two projects there are not a lot of things that people were very excited about in the DC universe you've got three things really the continued story of Aquaman what Ava was going to do with the, uh, the new Gods movie and James God Suicide Squad those are the three things right now that people were probably into if you're a DC fan especially coming off of Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League and Darkseid, where that was going to go is a really, really cool thing. And it could have bridged the gap into further Zack Snyder projects if they wanted to do that. But I, that could, this could be doub- Warner Brothers' way of doubling down and just saying, listen, we're done with Zack Snyder. This is the end of what's going on. And that's fine, but really, really weird to decide not to go this particular route. And of course, they're getting just, you know, lambasted because of it. So Well, they deserve to be. Yes. I don't know what that means. I don't know what the future is for i mean you have you know what the next year is going to bring you for for dc you know you've got suicide squad you know you've got batman you know you've got shazam 2 you know you've got black adam and aquaman 2 and then everything else is kind of in the air
1: what does mr dc think uh i don't know i don't know what to tell you so
0: no, we, you're your best buddy oh we haven't even talked about him. oh no really idea, no idea this, that's all you talk about uh well i mean he, he's more of a marvel fan than he is a dc fan And so I don't know if he was even into any of this stuff. But either way, it just is a really, really weird decision that they made. And uh, it, it really just clears the path for Marvel to continue their dominance because Warner Brothers can't seem to get out of their own way. I'll say this, though. I'm not as interested in the next phase of stuff as I thought I would be for Marvel. Uh, well, it's only because you're not familiar with a lot of the stuff that they're going to do. I mean, I, you, you could probably have said the same thing about Guardians of the Galaxy other than you knew James Gunn was attached. You didn't know anything about those characters until they were introduced to you. You know what I mean? Yeah, And true. so when you get into this thing and you learn a little bit more about the Eternals and things like that, then maybe just maybe you might be into it. But they're all leading up to some pretty interesting things. I mean, are you excited about Doctor Strange 2? Uh, Sure. Not super? Not totally into it?
1: Right now, I mean, also, the multiverse stuff is very complicated. Very complicated. It hurts
0: hurts my brain. Very complicated. Yeah, listen, it's not going to get any easier to understand, Big J. I'm sorry. Right, that's Uh, what I'm saying. From here on out, (laughs) it's going to get more complicated. Do I want to invest my fleeting intellect (laughs) into this? Morning After with Nick and Big J. Some important stuff on the way. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Important stuff brought to you by the Advocates. If you've been injured because of another person's negligence, the Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Well, Big J, one of the things we've all been doing over the last year, like it or not, has been spending a lot of money online, bro. It has definitely changed our online shopping habits. A bunch of people bought new furniture, espresso machines, expensive European wines, and all these purchases could be be seen in the huge surge of household cargo that shattered records in the ports of New York and New Jersey. The network of docks, terminals, and open storage areas moved over 755,000 standard cargo containers in October of last year alone, which was the busiest month in the history of the port, which, by the way, has been around since the 30s. In fact, the port had cargo volumes up 23% higher each month from August through December of last year, compared to the same months in 2019. Even in January of this year, cargo volume rose another 17% compared to 2020, and in February, it was up 7%. So what's this mean, Big Jim? Yeah, what does it all mean, dude? It means, essentially, we're working people today. <laughs> because uh with the pandemic causing so much of us to go shopping and the ports to be so busy uh they are busier than ever before and oh by the way they've had to bring in a bunch of people and they are working a ridiculous amount of hours to try to keep up with us clicking on things and purchasing things and uh from the ports to the Amazon drivers, to the people in the factories, to the people making all the products, uh, they have said that in the last year, the amount of fatigue that workers have in these particular places is at an all-time high as well. And so not only are they dealing with the pandemic, they're also working their ass off because we won't stop buying things. No darn anything? commerce. Let's all stop, everybody. LG Electronics USA reports a double-digit increase in the amount of working complaints coming from people because of the hours they have to work and the amount of product that is being demanded of them. So it is something that uh, they need to keep. We need to keep in mind, I suppose, or they need to hire more people to lessen the workload, right?
1: Yeah, you know, there's, there's such a combination between uh, commerce and and being capitalistic and at the same time being damn greedy and trying to suck dry the, the, the workforce. And
0: that's exactly what people are complaining about. Yeah. They're like, listen, nobody's complaining that we have a job and that we're working. We're just saying, hey, you're making money hand over fist because the amount of products that are being ordered. How about you bring in some help so that we don't have to work 60-hour weeks? Hello? Hello? And as of right now, there hasn't been a lot of relief in that particular yeah, world some of
1: these companies better be careful you're gonna <laughs> piss off the wrong people yeah, be nice
0: But uh, we'll see what ends up happening. Either way, it is something that we probably need to be aware and cognizant of of how much our, you know, brothers and sisters that are working these jobs, these manual labors, these putting together all these products uh, that are, you know, being bought on a regular basis and moved around and shipped to us and delivered to our door. How hard they work every single day and how much that, at least from my perspective, is appreciated. Uh, because I am somebody that takes advantage of those kind of things. When, when something is just a click away, I find it very easy to do that stuff. And so uh, thank you to those that have made my products uh, that I have purchased and to those yeah, that deliver my products. you were just trying to do that a minute ago. Uh, it's true. I, I was unsuccessful, but uh, nonetheless, I still did attempt to make a purchase. Hey, uh, opening day was yesterday, went pretty well, all things considered, but they did uh, had to cancel two games, one because of rain, which happens from time to time, the other because of COVID. Washington had uh, one case heading into the game and then found two more cases and one more very probable positive. So we've got a COVID-19 issue with the Washington Nationals. So their game against the the Mets was canceled. They were supposed to have the day off today anyway. uh, We'll see if tomorrow's game goes on as scheduled. But the other 13 games that went off without a hitch, they were pretty much fun to watch watch Miguel Cabrera hit the first home run of the season there's a nice back and forth battle between the Padres and the Diamondbacks yesterday my Brewers got a walk-off win so it was good to see baseball back and uh, there were a majority of the stadiums had some fans in attendance and uh, hopefully that will continue as well and so baseball season is officially underway my friend doesn't mean we stop talking about football, though. Matthew Stafford had to have some surgery on his throwing hand last month. I'm sure that makes the Rams a little bit nervous. But if you remember, he was having some thumb issues last year. Turned out he had a torn ligament in his thumb. Uh, he had surgery on it. He's expected to be ready to go by the team uh, time the team puts together some activities later on this game. And if you are getting ready to look forward to the movie Thunder Force... Which stars Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer premieres on Netflix next Friday, April 9th. You may want to check out the song that's involved in it. The title song for the movie Thunder Force has got Corey Taylor on it, Big J, It's got Scott Ian. They're the co-writers of the title track. Damn. Lizzie Hale, uh, Dave Lombardo uh, from Slayer also involved in it as well. And so uh, it looks like they're going to do some rock stuff with Thunder Force. Smart. And uh, Corey Taylor said, quote, It was awesome to work on this track with Lizzie and be a part of the film, Thunder Force. It's always nice to do some creative work with other artists in the community, especially during this time. I'm excited for everybody to hear the song and see the film. Uh, And so you can check out the Thunder Force soundtrack. The film uh, has got, uh, again, released next week. It looks like it's a lot of fun, and the song's pretty fun. Yeah,
1: Corey, uh, I'd like to tell you something. You'd probably be able to get a lot more people to hear the song if you gave it to radio to play. Yeah, I'm not sure that he makes that decision, but yes. I uh, think he could probably make that decision.
0: uh, It would be nice to see that happen and have it go.
1: Because that's the thing that should be in our inbox this morning.
0: Yeah, have a little bit of fun. But it's not, alas. Uh, You can check it out uh, on the movie when it comes out on Netflix on April 9th. morning after with Nick and Big J.
1: Phil Asamo and the Illegals are uh, doing a virtual concert. It's called Vulgar Display of Panterets," happening uh, next week on the 9th of uh, April, and uh, we will get you set up with a virtual concert ticket for that. Should be pretty damn awesome if you ask me. You just gotta beat me Pop Culture Smackdown.
0: Get on the phone if you'd like to play. 208-287-1003 is the phone number. As long as you are on the phone when Big J gets a question wrong, that means you, by default, are declared the winner and you get this pass for a cool streaming concert that's happening exactly one week from today so if you think you got what it takes get on the phone and let's see if you know your pop culture hello the x yes sir how you doing man what's your name marshall all right marshall you're up first marshall google introduced this free email service back in 2004 what's it called you what was that? I'm sorry. Google introduced this free email service back in the year 2004. What's it called? Oh man. Uh... Poop. Poop. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with uh, uh... shit, know, man. I'm gonna, I'm going to go with uh Google service. No. Wrong. Come on, really? Sometimes you think too hard. I mean, that's that's all. It happens to the best of us. You put too much thought into it, and it's a little bit easier than you think. Hello, The X. How you doing? Good, man. Google introduced this free email service back in 2004. What's it called? Gmail. Yes, Gmail. Right. The G stands for Google. Google Mail. Uh, what's your name, man? William. William, you're taking on Big J. Big J, what team did Hank Aaron play for when he broke Babe Ruth's home run record? Uh, the Brinks. Right. That is correct. Back to you, William. Heath Ledger and Joaquin Phoenix each won Oscars for portraying this fictional comic book character. The Joker. Right. Correct. Big J on the TV show Coach. Craig T. Nelson coached at what fictional university? Minnesota. That is incorrect. Wrong. It's a little bit more than that. Minnesota's a very real university. This one is made up. Oh, oh, yeah, I, I don't remember. Uh, what if I told you I needed a little bit more than Minnesota? Would that help? Minnesota Plus? Minnesota Plus, yes. Right. Of Paramount Plus. No. Uh, It is Minnesota State. Right. Uh, The Screaming Eagles. See, I would not know that there wasn't a Minnesota State. Of Minnesota
1: State.
0: Minnesota. Congratulations, William. You are the victor. You have Phil Anselmo and the Illegals tickets for their Vogel Display of Pantera concert next Friday. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you. And we will do some headlines. That's happening next on the x (coughs) rock Morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda. If you need a car loan do-over, get online pre-approval with the I check button at go.teammazda.com. You know the one you hear about on the X all the time. Check it out for yourself at go.teammazda.com. Headlines are as follows. We have fun. Jesus, man. And hey, this is an Oak Island. Oh man. Hey, this is an Oak Island. Digging going- in a national park is a very bad call. And police say that Roderick Claythorne, 53 years old, of Syracuse, Utah, was found digging for treasure in a Yellowstone National Park Cemetery. Park officials said Wednesday that in late 2019 and early 2020, Claythorne dug 17 holes and damaged a grave in the Fort Yellowstone Cemetery. The cemetery is a National Historic Landmark and has the grave of at least 54 people who were buried there between 1888 and 1916. Graythorn was reportedly looking for the buried treasure of New Mexico art dealer Forrest Fenn. He was unsuccessful, Big J. But after he was caught, he was indicted by a federal grand jury, and this week he was sentenced to six months in prison, two years of probation for ex- excavating and damaging archaeological resources. Definitely a crime. Yeah. So, uh, so he didn't. Not only did he not find whatever treasure he was looking for, he also gets to go to jail because you can't just dig anywhere you want to, everybody. Yeah. You got to call ahead. And I'm almost positive if you called ahead to Yellowstone National Park and asked if you could dig up their cemetery, they'd say hard pass.
1: Yeah, finding out a treasure is buried in a national uh, park is the worst thing you could ever find out. You'd have to keep that completely secret. I think he tried to. Because they're going to take everything. (laughs) You're convinced this guy's right. No, not necessarily, but just in general.
0: (laughs) In my treasure hunting endeavors. I would imagine in your treasure hunting endeavors, uh, National Park Treasure would be the worst. Nick Cage would be happy, though. Uh, we have fun or Jesus, man. Jesus, man. Usually hunters try to keep quiet, but not always. And police in Hamilton County, New York, say Irving Tavera is accused of attaching a bunch of fireworks to the doorframe of a hunting camp's front door and then ringing them to spark when the door was open. Prior to the incident, he allegedly used the camp's propane stove to fill the camp with flammable liquefied gas, Big J. Wow. Members of his hunting club say that Irving is a former member of the group, and he was previously kicked out because they saw him doing, quote, a bunch of really weird stuff around the camping site, and it sounds like they were right. Afterward, on March 21st, two members of the club changed the locks on the building, and that's when they noticed the smell of propane. This prompted one of the men to go behind the building and turn off the propane tank, and then they waited 20 minutes for the gas to clear. When they opened the door, the fireworks that Talavera had rigged did create a spark, but thankfully, no explosion followed, so they were convinced that this guy was trying to kill him because they kicked him out of the hunting club. Yeah, you know what this is? Surviving the game, too. But who's the good guy?
1: The guy who's, you know, they're probably hunting humans. So he's like, hey, I'm going to oh, gonna blow
0: up this, ha- this hunting camp. No, I think the guy that you think is the good guy is actually out of his damn mind. Yeah. And he's no, trying to kill. Page. I don't think he's hunting humans. I, he just wants to be in that hunting club and he's pissed that he's not into that. Yeah, but that's because they're hunting humans. The hunting club. Oh, so everybody's a bad guy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, maybe you might be a little bit far-fetched on that one, but who knows? Either way, uh, he turned himself into police. He changes, he he faces a whole bunch of charges thanks to the incident. He's probably going to go to jail for a very long time. (laughs) Wrap it up with We Have Fun, Big J. Several brands, TM, got into the April Fool's Day spirit yesterday. Uh, the pranks included Velveeta releasing a skincare cheese, which you might actually use. Green Giant released Cauliflower Peeps. A dog poop-scented candle from the farmer's dog. Burger King's fictional line of sourdough sandwiches containing shake fillings like Hershey pie. Ooh. Logo's release really, uh, Lego really smart bricks. Bud Light had pizza-flavored seltzer. And the language learning app, Duolongo, saying they're releasing a roll of toilet paper, among others. Did you have a favorite April Fool's Day prank that you saw online yesterday, Big J? Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah, the trolling the bears. Did you see that one at the Chicago Bears that uh, you know, they ch- got a trade for Russell Wilson?
0: Oh, no, no. I didn't see that one. Yeah, I saw George Kittle posting a picture of himself in a Jaguars uniform yesterday. That's not funny. That I mean, was trending. It's not funny. My favorite was Bruce Campbell. Did you see the Bruce Campbell one? Oh, yeah.
1: I saw I so, uh, Here's the thing. You kind of forget. Oh, man. I got so angry. But uh, I'll, I'll explain why I got angry in a second. But what was... So
0: Bruce Campbell posted uh, a picture of a page of a script and it just said, whoops, this got leaked. And it was, uh, the the script was set up like it was uh, from Doctor Strange in the multiverse. And you know, Sam Raimi is directing that particular movie. He helped create Evil Dead with with Bruce Campbell. And basically the script lays out a scene where Doctor Strange transports to the cabin from Evil Dead and has a story and and talks to, it's just called a, a disheveled man, but the disheveled. Man is clearly Ash from Evil Dead and Doctor Strange says he's looking for the book that is featured in WandaVision the and, 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 and yeah. Ash thinks it's a decronomicon. He goes, hey, does the book have a face? And Doctor Strange is like, no. And it's just a joke, but it's absolutely no, hilarious. No! Why is that? A, that sounds awesome! Of course it does. That's what makes it a great April Fool's Day prank. I imagine he'll pop up in the movie in some way, but probably not as Ash. But they, they talked about how the guy had a chainsaw for an arm and everything. It was it was really really funny. I dare Ch- him to do it. Check it out on Twitter if you get an opportunity uh, on Bruce Campbell's Twitter. It's absolutely hilarious. Why are you? I upset? got sent into a rage uh, because uh, I
1: was scrolling through stories and I saw this one about how uh, oh hey Warner Brothers has okayed two new Henry Cavill Superman movies. And I was like, whoa! And then I'm like, oh, it's April Fool's Day!
0: Yeah, yeah, nothing is real yesterday. Nothing is real. But yeah, there was some good stuff out there yesterday, so hopefully it was a good April Fool's Day for you. A day to remember. Everything we need here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. And sometimes Big J, maybe your wife is a wizard. She just speaks things into existence. Right? Yeah, yeah, not in a good way sometimes. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. So
1: Wednesday, you know, I get the beard chopped, yeah. right? And you know, that day I just wasn't feeling great. Now I wasn't sick. I just I felt a little off. And you know, I've got high blood pressure, and, and I take medication for that. So sometimes I get. Uh, I don't know. It just it feels weird. Maybe it was the stress of the day or, you know, or whatever. I've been you could little... be mourning your beard, too. Sure, yeah. Um, there's a lot of hustle going on that went into to all of that. So, uh, you know, that get home and I finally felt a little better. And, uh, then I came to work the next day and I felt fine. And so I was talking to the wife. I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't know. I mean, I wonder almost if maybe I, I accidentally, you know, I have... Uh, i have a, a pill container that's filled with my blood pressure medication my allergy medication i take uh
0: you know vitamin d like and, you see it with old people you have like yeah, a daily pill like yeah, a pill thing yeah like that. and
1: so it's next to me on my bedside and, and i take a big grip of all these damn pills and slosh them down i'm like maybe you know one of them slipped out the bread and i didn't take my blood pressure medication It fell on the carpet and and didn't know and she's like oh god well if one of the cats were to find that it would kill him and i'm like oh my god no and so i got really concerned i i left work a little earlier just because of that and i went home and yeah nope there was nothing there well yesterday evening as uh we're watching uh homicide uh hunter (laughs) one of the cats dumps over the pill case onto the floor and busts it open oh no and so now we're really looking around for all the pills do you do you know in your head how many should be there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We, we we made sure they were all accounted for. But the panic, and I'm like, listen, this didn't exist until you said it was a possibility.
0: <laughs> so was the cat playing, it's, or did it jump up and just knock no, it over? No, it was
1: playing, messing around, okay. like to jump. This is, this is the kitten. She's a devil, and and it's this has never happened before. But in this very same day. That's weird,
0: right? Yeah, well, I mean, it is strange that it happened. I'm happy that your cats didn't eat one. That's yeah. good news. So did you find a new place for your pills? Yeah, I put them inside my drawer. <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's an easy fix sometimes yeah. to get around the problems that that causes. And I'm very happy. But yeah, you still don't know what happened to the other one, or even if that was a thing, right? Yeah,
1: I don't know. If I think I was just, you know, imbalanced. Probably. It could very well be. Right. But, or um, I
0: was like, am I having a heart attack or an event
1: here or something? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Well, I mean, it is two days later. I'm constantly preparing
0: to die. So, oh, this still get really dark. Turn. I know. <laughs> it was it was, all, life, it was all light and fun about yeah. your cat knocking something off your nightstand, and now you're like, I'm just you know preparing to die yeah. every moment that passes. All right. Well, uh, listen, the COVID era. Hopefully, the grip of pills that you take prevent that. That's what I'd agreed. Like to see. Agreed. And hopefully, your cat doesn't get into them anymore. Morning After with Nick and Big J. If Big J's going to hang on long enough, we're going to do some bad impressions. That's next on The
1: X. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yeah, let's hook you up with some music. Bring Me to the Horizon has an album out post-human survival horror. You should all hear it. We'll square you away with a uh, a free version of that
0: digitally if you
1: can figure out bad impressions.
0: The album goes right to your inbox all you have to do is actually get Big J's bad impressions correct by calling the following number 208-287-1003 then Big J will give you three clues now each one of those clues points to somebody that's pretty famous if you can get it in three clues or less then congratulations this album will be your album and I think you're gonna get in less than three clues today that's just my guess maybe hello the X Hey. hey what's up man what's your name all right, you're up first, man. Good luck. Being a metal singer is dangerous.
1: Look out for the pyro. Next. Ooh, yeah. All right, next. I'm the lead singer for Metallica. Cheers,
0: you. Yeah, yeah you go. dude. We're popping it. Hang on one second, man. We'll get Girl, some information from you. And you will be all set with that Bring Me the Horizon album. Why is Jimmy Hetfield in this? Yeah, he's such the best. He just is. He's going to be performing uh, on April 14th
1: at the Little Kids Rock Virtual Aww. Benefit event. Uh, he's going to join a bunch of other folks. Yo-Yo Mama. I, I believe it's just Yo-Yo Ma, bud. Yo-Yo Ma. Okay.
0: Carlos Santana and his wife. Uh, and one Jack Black. Now, it's a perfect, it could be the opportunity for our two favorite bands to come together and do something. Wouldn't that be great? Tenacious D and Metallica meeting at a charity benefit that benefits kids is pretty damn awesome. I would have to think there'd be
1: some sort of... uh situation there.
0: Now, I also find it uh, funny because uh, in Tenacious D's new album, they literally have a song called F-Yo-Yo Ma on it, and they're performing (laughs) together at a charity event.
1: Hey, it's all for charity. It's just wonderful. Uh, There'll also be a live auction and many other ways that you can support throughout the show. You can go to littlekidsrock.org to find out more if you want to be part of that.
0: And as well you should. It goes to a great cause, and it's always nice to see the guys of rock and metal standing up together for one of those. So, uh, well done, and we will give you—trust me, if they collaborate this weekend, we'll talk about it on Monday, yes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Morning After with Nick and we'll Big J. We plead with them to bring their show to here. Right? We will wrap up the show here next on the X-Rox. Rocks. <laughs> is Chevelle. That is Self-Destructor. And that is how we're going to wrap up the Morning After with Nick and Big J for this week. We had a chance to get a life lesson from Big J, which uh, basically talked about how he was going to join his wife in remodeling the bathroom. Would you like some accountability held to you for that particular thing? Would you like me to ask about updates or is it best if I just leave it alone? <laughs> sure. I mean, you, because you don't really have a timetable, so yeah. it's not fair to me to keep bugging you about it, but I I'm mean, sure you'll hear updates Is it one maybe of those every things, Monday. <laughs> it's one of those things where you're like, ah, oh, we'll get to it when we get to it. It might be something that we not take care of until the no, end of the year. No, we're actively All right. pursuing. Okay. All right. Then expect some follow-ups on the Big J bathroom remodel, which will be fun to follow, and you did promise to film some of it, yes? Yeah, sure. Why not? I do want to get some like first time flipper footage in there. I think it would be fantastic to see you hard at work. If you go to hell. No, I think it's, I think it's great. I love, I love big J content. And that, to me, is Big J content to the max. We also had a chance to uh, give away some stuff over the course of the show today. Uh, We talked about what the hell the DC Universe is doing. We really don't even know. And, of course, we talked about uh, Big J's cat's knocking pills off of his night's dead. So it was a busy Friday. Uh, We will see you on Monday for sure. That does leave you with the floor, Big J.
1: Yeah, happy birthday to uh, Dara. uh, She's my daughter's girlfriend. She's a member of the family. We love her to death. So happy
0: birthday to her and our buddy Del. Yeah. It's his birthday, too. It is. The uh, the fantasy football champion, uh, Yeah, Yeah. Uh, of the morning yeah, after league. hate that. Two-time champion. It is his well birthday deserved. today as well. Uh, enjoy your Easter, everybody. Hopefully it is a good one. Stay safe. Jason Drew is coming in here next. We will see you on Monday. It's the X Rocks.